Why should you take a break more often? What's the importance of taking breaks? And how does some time to rest and recharge improve your productivity? That's what I'm talking about this week here on Let's Talk About Mental Health, the weekly podcast that makes mental health simple. So get comfortable and let's talk. Hello and welcome to episode 210 of Let's Talk About Mental Health. And thanks so much for joining me as I talk about taking breaks and mental health. I'm Jeremy Godwin, and I teach you how to look after your mental well-being with practical tips you can apply immediately based on quality research and my own experience of learning to live with anxiety and depression after a breakdown in 2011 that changed my life. Each week, I teach you simple ways to improve one specific aspect of your well-being. In this episode, I'll be talking about what taking breaks means, why taking a break matters, and how to take breaks more often in a balanced way. So let's talk about taking breaks. It was Madonna who declared very early on in her career that if we took a holiday, took some time to celebrate just one day out of life, it would be, it would be so nice. Now, Madonna and I may not see eye to eye about many things anymore, and I'm sure she's just devastated by that fact, but I can most certainly agree with her about this, as well as the need to strike a pose because there's nothing to it. We all need a little time every now and then to rest, recharge, and reinvigorate ourselves. It doesn't have to be an epic production that sees you taking three planes, two trains, and a camel to reach your destination. Although good luck to you if that's what you enjoy doing. Because the fact is that we can take short and simple breaks at any time as a way of replenishing our physical energy, not to mention our mental, emotional, social, and spiritual energy as well. The long and the short of it is this. If you try to go, go, go without making time to rest, you will wear yourself out, and that can lead to burnout. I am a firm believer in the notion that prevention is better than cure, and believe me when I tell you that trying to fix an issue takes way more effort than doing a little each day to prevent it getting to that point. So the piece here is to be very clear and say that I shouldn't have to convince you to look after yourself. Having said that, we all know that life tends to get in the way, and we human beings have a habit of thinking we're in control of things a lot more than maybe we actually are, which can lead to stress getting out of control, which can then lead to exhaustion and burnout over time. But never fear, I am here to give you simple and practical tips that will help you to take even just one day out of life. And yes, Madonna, it will be so nice. (laughs) If you happen to be one of the lovely and keen and eager people who listen to my podcast on the day each episode is released, and thank you, by the way, then as we speak, I will be relaxing with my feet up on the second day of the three-week break I'm taking over the holiday period. It's become an annual tradition and one I look forward to, especially since my partner is a teacher so has time off as well, and it usually involves me trying to figure out what the heck to do with myself until I have to go back to work. (laughs) Regardless of when you're listening to this, you'll find it helpful though, and 
it's important to remember that taking a break isn't something that should just be saved up for a block at the end of the year, for example. I make a point of taking several week-long breaks throughout the year, plus I factor in smaller mini-breaks that don't affect my work schedule, but more on that later. Now, let's make sure we're speaking the same language with some definitions, and let's talk about what taking breaks means. The idea of taking a break essentially means stepping away from your usual activities or work in order to rest and recharge. And I'll explain why that's important in a few minutes. It's about giving yourself a moment to breathe, relax, and break a continuous stretch of concentration or effort. It's a simple pause, which is crucial not just for your physical well-being, but also for your mental and emotional rejuvenation. Now, I'm sure some of you can work yourselves to the bone and you're fine to keep going. I mean, I still caution you to make time to rest and recharge, since you never know when you may cross the line into overwork and overwhelmed. But if you operate at a fast pace and that genuinely works for you, without causing too much stress, then great, you do you. We're all unique. And so our tolerance thresholds for needing a break may vary. But if you're anything like me, I find myself growing more and more tired throughout the week, which I discussed in episode 203 about fatigue. So I need regular time to rest and recharge. Otherwise, I wind up completely drained. Let's delve a bit deeper into the concept of taking breaks and talk about why we might often feel resistance towards the idea of taking a break, not to mention the pressure to keep going despite our needs. At its core, the resistance to taking breaks often stems from a mix of cultural, workplace and personal attitudes towards productivity and rest. In many societies and professional environments, There's this kind of widespread and pervasive always-on mentality where constant engagement and productivity are highly valued. As someone who has been actively pushing back against that for a long time now, I know how hard it can be to go against the grain and just how much spoken and unspoken pressure we can feel to join the always available party. But it's your choice. Yes, pushing back is tough, and it requires a high degree of assertiveness and a very thick skin to help you deal with people's snotty attitudes when they realize you're not going to respond to their emails in less than five minutes. But it's definitely worth it. And the more you push back the more you'll find just how great it feels to prioritize your needs. This whole always-on mindset seems to equate taking breaks with being unproductive or lazy, creating a sense of guilt or fear of falling behind amongst other individuals. Technology doesn't help either. The expectation to be always available, whether for work emails or social media, adds to the pressure of continuous engagement. And it doesn't help that tools like smartphones 
have blurred the lines between work and personal time. The thing is that this constant stimulation can create a false sense of urgency, making it feel a lot harder to justify taking breaks. But the fact is that very little of what we think is urgent or important really is urgent or important. This is something I explored recently in episode 202 about time management and in episode 196 about pressure. Look, taking breaks doesn't mean you're not productive. In fact, quite the opposite, because regular time for rest helps to restore your energy and make you more productive. It doesn't mean you're not committed. It means you're human and you realize you cannot run on empty. If you're tired, rest. If you're not tired, rest. The only way to replenish your energy so you can keep going is to take time out to recharge yourself regularly. Just like your phone, you don't want to run out of battery entirely because then it takes ages to get going again. A break doesn't have to mean a vacation on the other side of the world. Different types of breaks can include micro breaks, which are short, frequent breaks taken throughout the day and usually lasting just a few minutes. They could involve stretching at your desk, gazing out the window, having a quick chat with someone, etc. And they can help by resetting your attention and reducing the strain of prolonged tasks. Then there's short breaks, lasting about 5 to 15 minutes. These breaks might involve stepping away from your work or home environment, having a cup of tea or taking a short walk, and they're great for clearing your mind and preventing burnout. Next, meal breaks. Lunch or dinner breaks are essential. They're not just for eating, but also for stepping away from work-related thoughts. It's a time to nourish your body and mind, perhaps enjoying a meal with others or in a calm environment. Next, mental health days. Sometimes taking a full day off is necessary for mental well-being, especially if you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed, or burnt out. It's a time to disconnect completely from work or personal commitments and focus on some much-needed self-care. Next, activity breaks. Engaging in a different activity, like a hobby or exercise, can be a break too. It's about shifting focus to something that brings joy or relaxation, offering some mental breathing space away from work or routine tasks. Next, digital detoxes. Stepping away from your devices or social media can be a significant break, helping to reduce digital overload and improving mental clarity. And next, long breaks or rest periods. So these are longer periods, such as weekends, holidays, or vacations, and they're crucial for your long-term well-being, allowing for deeper recovery and an opportunity to engage in different activities you enjoy or find relaxing. Okay, so now let's talk about why taking a break matters. And really, do I need to spell out the obvious here? You cannot fill from an empty cup. If you keep going and going and going, eventually you'll run out of steam. 
And unlike in the ads on TV, you can't just put a new battery up your backside to get you going again. Taking regular breaks, short and long, micro and macro, is crucial for several reasons, especially in terms of maintaining and improving your mental health and overall well-being. It reduces stress and prevents burnout since continuous work or staying engaged in a task for too long without a break can lead to stress, exhaustion, and even burnout. Breaks provide a necessary pause, helping to lower stress levels and rejuvenate your mental state. It might seem counterintuitive, but taking breaks can actually enhance your productivity and creativity. A restful pause allows your brain to reset, often leading to improved focus and efficiency when you return to your tasks. It also fosters creativity, as stepping away can give you a fresh perspective or new ideas. Regular breaks can significantly improve your overall mental health. They provide an opportunity to decompress, reduce anxiety, and manage any work-related or personal pressures. This is especially important in a world where the lines between work and personal life are increasingly blurred. Physical health is intrinsically linked to good mental health, and taking breaks, especially those involving physical movement, can help reduce the risk of lifestyle-related issues like eye strain, headaches, and musculoskeletal problems which you're at greater risk of the more your work involves sitting for long periods of time, like in an office job. Regular breaks help in maintaining a healthier work-life balance. They remind you to step back and focus on other aspects of life, like personal interests, family, or self-care. When you take breaks, especially those that feel fulfilling or enjoyable, It can increase your overall job satisfaction and engagement. You're more likely to feel positive about your work and maintain a healthy attitude towards your responsibilities. And beyond all of that, taking breaks just helps you to see things a lot more clearly. Even just stepping away from something for a bit and coming back to it lets you see things with fresh eyes. Often we feel pressure from others, both at work and at home which can affect our willingness to take regular breaks or even infrequent ones and being able to switch off fully. Why is that so common? Well, the pressure to constantly perform and be available, both at work and at home, is a significant issue many people face, and it can really affect your ability to take breaks and fully switch off. There's often a cultural or workplace emphasis on constant productivity, where taking breaks is sometimes viewed as a lack of commitment or laziness. And it can often be especially toxic at executive levels, often filtering its way down through the organization and creating a culture of long hours equals productivity, which, by the way, it doesn't. But more on that in a moment. There's also the fear of missing out or FOMO, where in both professional and personal settings, people might worry about missing out on important updates, opportunities, or the chance to contribute. And sometimes the call is coming from inside the house, and it's about our own personal expectations, with pressure coming from our own high standards, 
or the desire to compete with others. So what's a different way to look at the idea of taking breaks? How about this? Nobody is going to meet your needs for you. So you have to take charge of your well-being and push beyond any guilt you may feel so you can rest and recharge on a regular basis. Because the alternative is burning out entirely. Your self-care is a personal responsibility. Just as you might view meeting work deadlines or family commitments as non-negotiable, the same should apply to your self-care because you need it to function at peak efficiency. Well-rested individuals often produce higher quality work and engage more meaningfully in their personal relationships than those who are constantly running on empty. Instead of seeing breaks as an obstacle to being productive, choose to frame them as a tool that enhances your productivity and creativity. I spend basically every Saturday reading, listening to music, or watching random stuff on YouTube. And I refuse to feel guilty or apologize for making time to refuel in a way that I enjoy after spending all week working with clients, answering messages on social media, and writing and creating podcast episodes and YouTube videos. If I didn't take that time, I wouldn't be able to keep doing what I do. You have to make time for you. And you have to remember that it's not just your physical energy that needs to be restored, but also your mental and emotional energy. So how do you do that? Well, let's first take a quick break to hear from the brands who help me create this show each week. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And welcome back. Now let's get into the how-to part of today's episode and let's talk about how to take breaks more often in a balanced way. First, think about your attitude towards breaks. And by that, I mean to really look within and consider your own internal feelings and prejudices, as well as identifying the external pressures you face both at work and at home. Maybe talk with loved ones or trusted colleagues so you can find mutual support when it comes to prioritizing breaks or discuss it with a counselor or therapist. Work on giving yourself permission to take time off and let go of guilt. And I talked about how to do that in episode 124 about guilt. Okay, next, just do it. No amount of dragging your feet will change anything except for maybe making you more exhausted. So honestly, just stop making excuses and just take a break. Or at least plan one, then take it as soon as you can. At work, make sure you use your paid time off. It's there for a reason, and that reason is that the human body was not designed to work non-stop without a break. Okay, next, communicate. Give advance notice to the people you need to, like your manager, colleagues, clients, family, etc., 
and let them know what alternate arrangements will be in place while you're unavailable. At work, find someone who can be your contact in an emergency person who you might choose to repay the favor for when they take time off. Put their details in your out-of-office message and away you go. And by the way, when you're taking a break from work, do not under any circumstances tell people they can contact you by phone or email. And most certainly, do not answer work calls or emails. If you do that, you're helping to reinforce the always-on culture I talked about earlier, and that makes you part of the problem. So please don't be part of the problem. Choose to be part of the solution instead. One way you can do that is with my next point. Schedule breaks like meetings. One effective method is to treat your breaks long and short like important appointments by actually putting them in your calendar, just like you would a meeting or a significant task. This provides a more structured approach to rest, ensuring that breaks are not an afterthought, but a planned part of your day. Choose times during your day when you typically feel your energy waning or concentration slipping. These are prime moments for a scheduled pause, so book it in and observe it when the reminder pings at you. And on a side note, think about how you can book in more micro breaks. For example, a long weekend every month or two, or perhaps finishing work early once a week or once a fortnight. It gives you something to look forward to and it breaks up the drudgery of working nine to five which is a lot longer these days for most people, but I doubt even Dolly Parton could make 7.30 to 6.45 sound catchy. (laughs) Okay, next, make things easier for yourself. Choose to simplify your life as much as you can so it provides you with ample time for resting and recharging. On that note, This episode will be the last one where I'm providing Spanish and Portuguese translations. I'm sorry, but for the handful of people who were reading them, it was just taking up far too much time and energy, and AI translation tools have gotten way better. So you can pretty much grab your own translation now using the English transcript, which is available free at ltamh.com. So that's one example of making smarter choices to free up some time. Have a think about how you can do that as well, because even finding an extra hour in your week can do wonders. Okay, next, make time for hobbies and creativity, because breaks can also just be things that you work into your daily and weekly routine. Whether it's drawing, knitting, playing an instrument, gardening, learning how to speak fluent Teletubby, engaging <laughs> so stupid. Engaging in enjoyable activities offers a much needed mental break from other tasks, stimulating your creativity and reducing stress. Next, take time to just breathe. Who knew breathing could have such a big impact on your well-being? But it really does. Deep breathing has a positive physiological impact on your nervous system, calming your mind and reducing tension in your body, like a little vacation from whatever is stressing you out. 
And the good news is that it's free, it's easy, and you can do it anywhere. Speaking of, my next tip is take a nature break. Spending time outdoors can be incredibly restorative. It could be a short walk in a nearby park, or just sitting outside for a bit in the garden or on a balcony. Being in nature has been shown to lower stress, improve mood, and enhance your cognitive functions. Next, spend time with others, because your social interactions with friends, family, and colleagues can boost your mood and provide a sense of support and community, and it can be a simple and fun way to take a small break. Next, spend quality time on your own, because making space for downtime on your own can be incredibly restful, and there's a huge difference between being alone versus being lonely. Read, listen to music or a podcast, do a mini workout or some yoga to stretch your body, eat mindfully, which means focusing on the taste, texture and aroma of your food as a way of engaging all your senses. Explore a new environment like a cafe or park you've never been to. Or even give yourself permission to take a power nap for 20 to 30 minutes. Time spent on your own really can help you to feel rested and to replenish all of your energy, especially if you're more introverted or tend to find being around people draining after a while. Remember that the key to all of this is to have a healthy balance between time for yourself and time doing what needs to be done. We all have commitments and obligations, and it's about finding a sense of moderation in our work, rest, and play. And for tips to take a break without guilt, watch my latest video. It's out now on YouTube and Spotify, and it's linked in the episode description. Because when it comes to taking breaks and mental health, what it all boils down to is this. Giving yourself permission to take regular breaks is a huge step towards transforming your mental health and well-being. When you challenge the deeply ingrained idea that being busy equals being productive, which it doesn't, you're freeing yourself up to take the time you need to rejuvenate your mind, spark your creativity, and sustain your energy. Taking regular time to rest and recharge is wisdom, not weakness. When you choose to see rest time as investments in your long-term success and life satisfaction, you'll find greater peace and an ability to prioritize what really matters, quality rest. The choice is yours, as it is with all things related to your well-being. So, what choice will you make today? Each week I like to finish up by sharing a quote about the week's topic, and I encourage you to take a few moments to really reflect on it and consider what it means to you. This week's quote is by writer and podcaster Erica Lane, and it is, Rest is not idle, not wasteful. Sometimes rest is the most productive thing you can do for your body and soul. Let me repeat that. Rest is not idle, not wasteful. Sometimes rest is the most productive thing you can do for your body and soul. Alright, that's nearly it for this week. What's the main thing you're taking away from this episode? If you're listening on Spotify, you can answer in the Q&A section below. On any other platform, you can let me know on Instagram at LTA Mental Health 
or by commenting on the transcript, which you can have delivered to your inbox each week, along with my newsletter Thursday Thoughts. Sign up at ltamh.com or use the link in the episode description. Plus, if you'd like more tips, then follow me on my other Instagram account, it's Jeremy Godwin, and support my work, plus get early access to ad-free episodes on Patreon. Next week, I'll be talking about your mental health questions. I put a call out on my Instagram accounts a little while ago for questions you'd like me to answer in my end-of-year episode, and there were so many good ones that I'm doing two Q&A episodes. Part one will be released on the 24th, part two on the 31st. Then we'll be back to normal episodes on January 7. So grab an eggnog and join me over the holidays as I answer some really interesting and insightful questions from listeners like yourself. I hope you'll join me for that episode, which will be released on Sunday, the 24th of December, 2023. Thank you very much for joining me today. Look after yourself and make a conscious effort to share positivity and kindness out into the world because you get back what you put out. Take care and talk to you next time. Let's Talk About Mental Health is an independent program proudly produced by Reconnaissance Media, helping you find meaning and gratitude. For more information, visit reconnaissancemedia.com.